Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome to the seventh episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about the status of BTS's North American tour, new Japanese song, the first episodes of Learn Korean with BTS, and more. We also interviewed another special guest who had the chance to take a photo with BTS themselves. Let's get it! Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. Reminder for our next giveaway, you guys. After we hit 5,000 followers, we're giving away all of BTS's album from their debut, Too Cool for School, to their most recent, Map of the Soul 7. And that's including all of their Japanese albums as well. We are taking entries now. Follow Interlude Army on Himalaya for one entry. And then becoming a premium member for Interlude Army on Himalaya equals to two entries. So that equals three at the end. So your chances are higher. Email your premium member screenshot to interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com. Again, that's interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com. Yay. So, Roseanne, mm-hmm. this is our seventh episode. You know what that means. Lucky number seven. Hey, you can't see it, but I'm, I'm popping in the air right now. but i mean seven you know like at least we can say we made it seven episodes yes like that that's really a lot (laughs) like yeah that's seven weeks worth of episodes that's insane time flies too jose i know it's so crazy and like the amount of support that we've gotten already is amazing and i just only seven episodes in and already i feel the love I feel the support. The reason why we could continue these podcasts, these episodes, because thanks to you guys. So thank you for all the love. Yeah, so this episode is going to be super, super, super extra special. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Just because it's the number seven. Seven. (laughs) That's all. That's all we need. We really don't need anything else, right? (laughs) So see you next week. I'm just kidding. That's it for today. (laughs) Could you imagine... (laughs) Other than being a hot mess, how have you been doing, Jose? (laughs) (laughs) Correct. My current status is hot mess and that hasn't changed. (laughs) 
Um, well, I'm doing okay. I wake up and I, you know, I'm thankful that I'm able to wake up. I'm thankful for another day. I'm excited because for my school, classes have picked up. Like, spring break is over. So it has, you know, it has me doing more things. Like, it actually has me uh being responsible you know like actually okay homework has picked up now i got submission deadlines like i need to uh get my ish together mm. <laughs> not you know just do homework once in a while now i have actual uh schedules that i need to you know stick to <laughs> but um other than that, I mean, uh, as far as free time goes, try to stay up with my YouTube channels to try to create videos and stuff. But um, always, always looking forward to our podcast so I can at least talk to somebody because there's you really can't talk to many people. <laughs> Don't go insane. <laughs> but no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, Roseanne. How about you? How How was your week? It's been actually pretty productive. I mean, because... We're trying to f do a lot of house projects that we've been putting off for a long time. Mm -hmm. So good thing Home Depot is open. So we did have to run errands to, to get stuff done at the house. Mm -hmm. But other than that, um, just been playing a lot more video games, to be honest. I'm, it's like not a healthy amount, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy how because, you know, my friends also are, are not are working from home or just not working right now. So we're just playing video games. Woo! <laughs> but <laughs> I should really work on videos. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. I am procrastinating on making videos, but I will. I'll get to that soon. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So, are you gonna keep up with uh, your day two, day three, or day five of wherever day you're on of quarantine videos, vlogs? Oh, I actually, I was gonna do it, but then I realized that's just so much because. <laughs> I cannot fill my whole day. So what I was thinking, I was going to do like a mid oh. lockdown and then like the last, the day before, like the last day of lockdown. So like a three part series. Yeah, like a three part series. Because I don't know if anyone wants to really watch every single day of me staying home. But <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, keep, keeping it in that kind of like in the same realm, we did get an update on the BTS North American part of the map of the soul tour mm -hmm. um even though it's not a hundred percent negative it is kind of still sad yes because well by the way if you guys didn't know the bts north american part of the tour has been completely postponed like the mm -hmm. whole north american part of the tour and we still don't have a date yet but it the official announcement said it was coming soon, so who knows when that is. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I said it is like it's still sad is because I know whenever those dates are announced, some people are not going to be able to go. You know what yeah. I mean? Because some people might say, oh, like they got postponed. I um, It's better than canceling. And yes, it is better than canceling, but some people may not be able to go now for those dates, dates. that have been changed to you know yeah so that is kind of sad and i guess frustrating at the same time but i mean it's it's tough i mean but what do you think rosanna i mean what did you feel when you read the announcement to be honest we, i think all of us kind of knew it was, it was coming yeah um us was not getting better and um it, it's really sad that they had to postpone it because i know like the, the boys were still working and a lot of us were really looking forward to it mm -hmm. because that was basically the highlight of our year you know 
But I'm just glad that it's postponed, so it's not canceled, you guys. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Mm-hmm. They're they're rescheduling it for a later later date, probably the end of this year. I feel like right now everything's just on a pause. I think that's what I'm looking at at life right now. Everything's at a pause. Um, Literally, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll hang in there, and uh, this tour is gonna be amazing. And I really hope the people um will be able to make it this, to this concert. Yeah, I also think um. It's a great thing that they are honoring all the tickets. That's right. So for everyone that was able to score tickets, they won't be able to go through the whole ticket purchasing oh experience yeah. again. You know, and like your seats are reserved. And I think maybe they haven't announced it, baby, because some stadiums are trying to work out like schedules, you know, mm-hmm. because so many artists have had to reschedule that like they have to work everybody yeah in, you know? not only artists but also um the football season is towards the end of oh, the year yeah, as well yeah. and they use up stadiums as well so they're starting to like reschedule things around sporting events and also other concerts but um when they say uh, the fact that they jose the men- the fact that they mentioned like rescheduled um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know how like these tours have been or it, does, it isn't put together overnight it's literally mm-hmm. years and years of planning like they got the stadium like, almost two years ago so um i feel like they've they've worked out something you guys so don't be scared of it being canceled i don't think it's going to be canceled at all they're i think they're just waiting for things to kind of calm down here in the u.s to get better so they know for sure that those dates that they've locked in is good yeah so hey we have so much to look forward to though yes um they announced a new japanese song Mm -hmm. it's actually going to be called stay gold Ooh. It's a it's a theme song for a live action drama called Spiral Labyrinth. I think I believe it's based off of an anime, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, also a manga, manga actually, and it's coming out in April. So we got something. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to watch a Japanese drama. <laughs> well, the thing is that not only is it new content, which of course we're excited for, um, it's not just gonna be the theme song. Like this is actually their next Japanese original Yay. single. Uh-huh. For their next Japanese album, which I believe is going to be like having Japanese versions of songs from Map of the Soul 7. You know yeah. how they do that where they have Japanese versions and maybe one or two more original Japanese, Japanese songs. songs in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy their Japanese songs, actually. Like, they're all good. I mean, what uh-huh. BTS sounds not good, but I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I mean, let's talk about Jin. Mm. We we know Jin is going to pop off. Oh, my God. He pops up in the oh. In these Japanese singles, we get them high, high, legendary, iconic, massive high notes. Get it? Legendary? <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Oh, my God. Hello? Yes. Uh, you know what? I did that on purpose. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a DNA forensic investigation drama, so it's pretty serious. But they said that it's going to be like a bright, expressive song or lyrics. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stay gold. What do you think? it's gonna be about <laughs> well stay gold like the immediate thought that i had was like jungkook because he's called the golden magnet but i mean oh. it's bit, i mean i'm being real right now Roseanne. i'm keeping yeah, yeah, it 100 yeah. <laughs> i saw gold and i immediately saw jk but of course this is a bts song <laughs> this is a bts song so stay gold you know i feel like it did give me bright so when i read mm. that the description of the song would be like a bright expressive song i was mm-hmm. like well it does make sense stay gold but i mean i also thought of a star 
So I'm thinking it's going to be like an upbeat track, I feel. I, I feel like it's going to be very, like, I'm going to be, like, flying. You're going <laughs> to... Don't we all feel like we're flying into their song? Jose, oh my gosh. I can imagine you flying into yeah, hey, the clouds I'm trying right my now. best to explain. I'm trying my best to describe what I'm feeling with the name Stay Gold. Like, I feel like it's going to be uplifting for ah. some reason. I feel like it's going to be encouraging, you know, like that telling us, sense. like, do your best or like aim for the gold. Try to be the best that you can be. Try to be the best version of yourself, yourself. that you can. Like that, that. That's that, what that it's giving it. me. Be the yeah. best version of you. Yes, that's actually, that would make sense. Stay gold, stay Okay, so pure. now that you laughed at me, oh. how about you, Rose? Hey, hey. I mean, <laughs> actually, I, I didn't really think about it. I don't even know why I asked you this question. <laughs> because even I myself haven't really thought about it. But I mean, when you read just the words stay gold, kind of be like stay pure, stay the way you are, be you. Like what you what you said oh. earlier, right? You like be the best version of yourself. Yeah. It, I feel like that is probably what it's gonna be. I mean, but that that sounds nice. The way you worded it, stay you. Mm. Super excited. We we don't know exactly what the date is though for this song, but they just said in April, right? Okay, I'm excited though. I'm thinking it has to be either the day that the drama releases, which is April 24th. Mm. That's when the actual drama like premieres oh, okay but i mean it, it it's either gonna be april 24th or before april 24th you know got it got it so i mean in the meantime while we wait to get stay gold and more updates on the japanese album one thing that has arrived and that we actually got three episodes of was we even touched on this last episode but last episode yeah. we talked about how they were barely gonna you know released them and they only made the announcement but now we do have one two and three episodes of learn korean with bts did you get a chance to watch i actually saw your reaction to them so why well, don't even know why i'm asking you. <laughs> it's like hello no yeah it's like it was for those who uh have seen it it's still really fun to watch um i was not ex you know i went into this not knowing what to expect you know what i mean like me and jose mm -hmm. were talking about like we don't even know how it's gonna be yeah we're just gonna jump into it and um yeah i mean <laughs> you need to know your korean alphabet that is just i thought they were gonna teach us the alphabet jose i thought you know it's gonna be from grade one or just like learning <laughs> Session number one would be learning alphabets, but it was literally like they were already teaching us phrases. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, so... but <laughs> I even tweeted out. I was like, if this is Korean 101, I need Korean 000 because zero, zero. <laughs> I literally thought they were going to be like, you know, teaching me the alphabet or like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess my expectation was I was going to learn korean with bts and i guess i can still i still can but it was really really overwhelming like the information given all at once and it was really fast like i really tried to keep up with the videos i think the easiest for me was number two where you have to say or you learn to say actually like hi i am so and so um yeah. but as far as like the very first video first of all i didn't even know i was supposed to turn on the closed captions so i was like listening oh, and i was lost. i was like 
like, wait, were we trying to figure this out? Right? I was like, I felt so stupid because we were already more than halfway through the video. I'm like, yo, I can't understand this. Like, are we supposed to guess? And I forgot there was captions on VLive. I would not be like, yeah. we first. Oh so God. once I turned them on, I was like, okay, time to watch since the beginning. Because I don't know what they've been saying. <laughs> and they actually just wanted us to repeat what they were saying or like the words that they were trying to teach. Mm. But honestly, like you said, I think you really have to know at least some Korean to know how to go along. Like, I'm still going to watch them. I'm not going to just quit. But um, yeah. if you were to ask me, like, say what they said, I'd be like, I can't, Rose. And all I can say is, Annyeonghaseyo, yeah. Jose, Nida. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got something down, though, Jose. <laughs> Yeah, no, see, you have to know the uh, Korean alphabet because they show you how to, if, if you know how to read it, you know how to pronounce it. And you, um, trust me, Jose, you could learn this literally like in an hour, within a day. And because they only have like um, 10 vowels and 14 consonants. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's it. That's their, you know, and then their thing is like, ah, ya, oh, yo, ooh, you. Like, it's so, ooh. Well, but this is the thing, Rosanne. This is what's crazy. I can read Korean. <gasps> oh. But I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, totally relatable. So like, <laughs> so, so, like, even with that knowledge, I still didn't know what was going on. Like, <laughs> it was too fast and too much. I don't know. I know. I, like, I'm telling you, I need, like, kindergarten level Korean Same. because... I was lost. I think what it is is that, like, yeah, you always had to pause the video. I mean, that's what we did every time. We're like, pause. Like, it's, you can't just watch the video straight up. And it really is hard because I, I could read it, but I'm a very slow reader when it comes to, mm -hmm. you know, and I still pronounce things wrong. But I was really hoping that they would teach you the alphabet first. But you know what? I was thinking about it. It would make sense because they're only getting footage from, like, Pangtan bombs and stuff. Like, it's not BTS yeah. teaching you how to pronounce each letter. So that would make sense. That's true, yeah. But I did wish that they did start off that like that. Yeah, and a lot of people were telling me the same thing. Like, because I was updating people online. I was like, I really tried and it's just, I can't. And people were like, here, listen to this or watch this. Um, once you learn this, like, basic level, you're going to be fine. And I'm like, I don't think it's that <laughs> easy for me. Oh, no, Jose, you got this. Like... I, I'm a very, very, very slow learner, so I believe in you. I know you could learn faster than me, so you got this. Annyeonghaseyo. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to be saying. Annyeonghaseyo, Joseimnida. When I was in Korea, Jose, my favorite word was, 감사합니다. Oh, that's like, thank you, right? Yeah, that was all I kept saying in Korea. 감사합니다. So, like, these are the only words or phrases. Look, I know 안녕하세요. Mm-hmm. I know Gamsahamnida uh, or Gamsamnida. How do you yeah, say it? Yeah, it's weird. So it is Gamsahamnida, like that's the prof way to say it, but people do shortcuts in Korea. So it's like Gamsahamnida. Like it's like okay. mushed together. And then I know Bangtan Sonyondan. But how do you say restroom? <laughs> restroom? Uh, actually, I don't know. I think because I feel like that's really essential wherever you go. Like, where is the restroom? That's true. Oh my god, I don't remember if I even asked for the restroom. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what I learned in Korea. Stop <laughs> Goodness sakes. But are you able to carry a conversation? 
Oh, heck no, no. That's the thing, no? though. Every time I go to Korea, I'm very spoiled with not learning Korean. Because the people we're around, they speak Korean, but they also speak English. So whenever we're around, they do everything for me. So it's kind of like I don't learn anything. I should just throw myself into Korea next time and just really try. <laughs> but now moving on to our favorite segment of this podcast love army love army we are still taking letters and audios so yes please send them over to interlude army wait so please send them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com yo jose tell me why i almost forgot our email (laughs) (laughs) i was like wait what I, I don't know, Rosanna. I don't know why. I can't help you with I'm a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're equal amounts of mess, so I get you. Don't worry. Okay, okay yes. <laughs> but yes, Love Army, we're so excited to read another letter from you guys. Mm-hmm. And like Roseanne said, please keep sending them. We'd love to read them. Don't mm-hmm. feel discouraged if we haven't picked yours yet because we can always choose it for our future episodes. But today's letter is from, and by the way, I'm really sorry if I mispronounce your name, but this is from Madhavi Sutar. So this person says, hello guys, I am Madhavi from India. Firstly, you both are doing a very fantastic podcast. Love joining you guys. I got into BTS first on YouTube by watching Boy With Love last year. I think I'm a very young army. Since I watched their videos, I cannot stop myself learning and listening about them. I started following K-pop just because of them. My most favorite track is Just One Day. It is Melodiously. My favorite is Jimin. I like his dance and voice also, but I have huge respect for all of them. I never have attended any of their concert yet, but I hope I'll do it in the future for sure. Nowadays, I'm focusing on my medical studies. I'll graduate this year, so next year, I'll do whatever I want to. I love BTS. They are part of my life. I purple you, ARMY, and you guys rock. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Madhavi. From India. India. Oh, my God. That is insane. I'm. Yeah. It's really amazing to know that we have audiences from different parts of the globe, from different mm-hmm. countries. So I like thank you guys so much for tuning in all the time. <laughs> yes, and I love how they worded um, saying like, you know, I graduate this year, so next year I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was funny. <laughs> no, good luck on your medical studies. Yes, good luck. I know it's really tough, and you can pull through. I know you'll be able to hopefully. Hopefully you'll graduate this year and yeah, do whatever you want. I believe you could do whatever you want. Definitely (laughs) set your mind to a goal and achieve it. We know you can. Yes, you could do it. But yes, thank you so much again for submitting your letter. And again, if you want to submit your letter for a future episode to be featured on a featured episode, please do so. Or audio recording to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this, Interlude Army Plus, is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get all ad-free, exclusive episodes, 
giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is, Interlude Army Plus is available for just $4.99 a month. So download Himalaya and join Interlude Army Plus today. Also, I want to give a special shout out to K-Pop Music Town LA for sponsoring our previous giveaway. Now they're located in Los Angeles and Buena Park. Welcome back to Interlude Army. Now in our past episode, we were able to interview awesome army dads. So today we have an amazing army mom, yay. She actually had the pleasure of meeting the boys and actually took a group photo with them as well. Please welcome Bangtanen. So if you could please go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi Jose, hi Roseanne, I'm Nan. I'm on Twitter as Bangtanen. How are you guys today? Mm -hmm. We are good. We're doing well. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I mean, thank you so much for taking your time to be here. There's a lot of things that yes. me and Jose and even our listeners are very interested in learning about. So the first question uh, we wanted to ask you was, how did you discover BTS and what made you into a fan? Uh, well, I'll tell you that for the most part, all the other moms that I met, including myself, uh, got into BTS from our teenage daughters. Now, not all moms got into them that way, but that was the case with me. I've been a fan for going on three years now. So my daughter, who is almost 18, she was 15 at the time. Mm. And uh, she got into it from school. She had a lot of friends at school that were into K-pop. So she'd come home and talk about it all the time. And of course, uh, typical reaction as a mom, you know, it'd be like, I don't know what they're singing. How can you tell them apart? Why, yeah, I don't know their names. Why do they have pink hair? Um, so I went through all the tip, very, very typical. I mean, if you talk to other moms, a lot of them went through the same thing. And then I have to say that at one point, something just sort of clicked. Um, she kept sharing videos with me. I mean, it took, it took probably about six months before I peaked, peaked my own, in, my own interest. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't a right away thing. Um, so, uh, what got, I think what got me into it is there was so much content. We all know how much content there is online oh, yes. and yes. jumping, well fed, right? well and jumping into the rabbit hole of content. And then you just start to get to know them and they're just so adorable that mm-hmm. you become part of the family very, very quickly. Uh, so what would you say was your first comeback or do you remember when was your first comeback? it was dna it was um love yourself oh. her dna because that was when there was so many firsts right there i mean i did watch the bbmas that year in 2017 mm-hmm. and um you know my daughter's like look at all the votes they got of course they're gonna get number one they're gonna be you know top social artists that kind of thing <laughs> like wow look at the votes boy they really you know, all these people must be on to something right yeah everybody loves a winner right and then they were on the amas so all these firsts were happening and and i could i got caught up very much into the excitement of it all um so in what ways has bts changed you and your family's life (laughs) uh it's definitely changed the family dynamic around here for that's for sure um (laughs) Uh, you know, moms usually rule the roost. I would like to say that I think that's the case. But in my case, it became the mantra around here is like, okay, we stop everything in the house for anything having to do with BTS. (laughs) 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 The good thing was, is that it brought my daughter and I uh, extremely close together. We had a lot of amazing bangtong experiences together. Um, we got yeah. to see them at Ellen um, in May of 2018. We went to the BBMAs. 
we went to a zillion concerts. So from that perspective, for, for young ARMY who want to get a parent into uh, BTS, that's the big advantage because when your parent becomes uh, an ARMY, then they're going to want to do everything and then they'll pay for yeah. everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if my daughter wanted merch... I would get her merch, but then I'd have to get one for her, one for me, one for her, <laughs> one for me. <laughs> so, um, so she she was loving life for uh, for quite a while there. Now that's really nice. Now, especially that you know, you both can bond together with that, and also the fact that you guys were able to attend all these events. And I, I believe I've met you a couple of times, but we. Um, Oh, man, I'm trying to remember if we met at the concert, but you also went to the BBMAs, you said, right, here in Vegas? Yeah, I think you and I met for the first time at um, an event, one of the L.A. events where we both were on a panel. I think that was maybe the first time we met, right? Um, But, yeah, we we went to so many things, and it was... (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to see familiar faces all the time and to catch up with people there, so no, it's, it's really nice, but... I know that has been like a lot of stereotypes when it comes to boy bands. What obstacles have you faced as a fan? Well, you know what? It's very typical um, that boy bands tend to not get looked upon as being serious musicians, um, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's, I think mm-hmm. that's been the beginning of time. Uh, people have felt that way. And, and I will say that I think part of the reason why I became such a fan like so into it right away was because I was a, I was a teenage boy band fan when I was younger. Oh. I'm 50 I'm 57 now, okay? So I've I've seen a lot of musical acts. I tend to get into uh to to music that I like. I enjoy a lot of different music, but I'll tell you when I was a teenager, going back to even when I was probably in elementary school, I mean, I grew up with the Partridge family. I mean, I was a fan of Donny Osmond when he was like 12 <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. so I've been a fangirl from a very I was probably a fangirl in in the womb um so I was into it for, for a long long time which was you know and I remember thinking oh I can't wait till I have a daughter so I can take her to go see a boy band you know so my older daughter was never really into a boy band so when Franny got into this I was so excited because I'm like, yes, we're going to get tickets. We're going to go do it. We're going to go see him. And so it was sort of reliving a lot of my younger fanaticism. So it was really Oh, that's fun. really sweet. Oh. That sweet. It was in my DNA. Let me put it that way. Being a fangirl Ooh. was in my DNA. Yeah, I see Tying it in with DNA. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually helped create Bangtang Moms and Nunes, which your handle on Twitter is at moms. Nunes, that's correct, right? Right, that's for the that's for the Bangtang Moms and Nunes group. Yes, at Moms Nunes. Cool, cool. So, what inspired you to create this group? Well, it was like Roseanne was asking me before. You know, when you overcome challenges to to be a fan of anything, um, not only were we coming across the challenge of being a fan of a boy band, but we were older fans, and I I discovered right away that there were a lot of other fans like me who were older. That was mm-hmm. uh, we were having kind of challenges navigating this whole fandom. When I was a teenage fangirl, we didn't have social media. We didn't have all the resources that are available. I mean, being a fangirl is instantaneous these days. We have all this opportunity to interact with the band in a way that we didn't when we were younger. So for me, it was a whole new world to navigate. And I was finding that a lot with other uh, older fans. So... Besides being a little embarrassed, maybe that we were older, 
or um, having our daughters tell us, you know, mom, you're being a little weird. Uh, you shouldn't be acting like this. <laughs> we needed to talk about um, what we enjoyed about the boys and what we, um, you know, what we had in common. And it, it was a great place to develop friendships. Um, so that's primarily the reason why we started the group is to get older fans and um, we have fans that are in their 60s and 70s, as old as, as old as young as that. And of course, we wow. have, you know, fans that are in their 20s. They're older than, you know, most of the boys in the group. Um, mm-hmm. So we span decades, literally, in, in our group. Now, it's just amazing to know that there is no limit to age, even there's no uh, boundaries to genders, identities. So it's really nice to know that you've created a group that other moms can go to and, you know, ask for advice, seek for some answers to their questions. So it's, it's nice that you created that handle. It, how many moms do you guys now have all together, like as a group? Well, you know, to be honest, we, we could probably have thousands in the, in the group. <laughs> what happened, we had a very interesting dynamic right away. We had about 500 uh, people join wow. uh, in a very, very short period of time. And uh, at that point, everybody became very close. It was, it was, it was about six months before the Love Yourself Tour in 2018. So we, we met each other, a whole bunch of us got together, we had a bunch of meetups. And at that point, we had sort of this nucleus of, of members who became very close. So we, we closed the group for a while because we were all getting to know each other and we wanted to kind of manage our, our, our membership that way. So we've maintained the group in a rather small way um, and we add people periodically. Uh, candidly mm-hmm. and honestly it's just because we want to get to know people if you have a group of 3,000 people it you just you can't get to know everybody and yeah. right. our goal was to uh, form friendships and bonds so we're continuing to add people we do it slowly so we can get to know people but um, right. yeah so we're about 600 now online we have no limit our Facebook group is the one that's small and frankly it's it's hard for me to manage I work full-time I want to interact with everybody as best I can. So it's best that we keep it somewhat limited right now. Oh, that's really nice. So are you the only one running this group right now? Or do you have help? Yeah, I have. I have a great group group of admins and moderators. You wouldn't think that grown women would need moderating or (laughs) or handling. But no, we have we have some admins and mods and we keep the group going and keep everybody on track. It's like anything, uh, especially in the world right now, everybody's talking about a whole myriad of different topics. So mm-hmm. we try to keep the group yeah. bang tank focused. You know, we don't try to yeah. ignore the world, but we try to keep it focused. I mean, we, we truly think of it as a safe haven to go and f- kind of forget the world and talk yeah. about the things that yeah. make us happy. No, yeah, to try to keep everyone positive. I, I know that they, we do have to acknowledge what's out there, but I know what you mean. So. Yeah, <laughs> not focus too much. <laughs> yeah, on the negative. We already get too much of that already online. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really hard these days. I mean, everybody's got concerns. And, you know, as a mom, I'm like, you know, guys, it's all going to be okay. There's some mm-hmm. things we just can't do anything about. Let's just move forward, you know. Mm-hmm. you know. All There's the, always all a, the words of wisdom that your mother have always said to you. That's, that's what we yeah. keep saying. And there's always something so comforting when, like, a mom tells you, like, everything is going to be like okay. Like, reassurance. So, it's really yeah, nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel much better now. <laughs> well, we can be reassuring or else we can also just slap you down and say, eat your dinner and go to bed, Jose. <laughs> very true. Very true. <laughs> so is there a project right now that uh, you are currently working on that you'd like to share with us or... 
um, any meetups uh, that have been postponed or anything like that that you'd like to share? Yeah, well, a couple of things. Well, first of all, yeah, obviously all our meetups and things have were tour related. So those are all going to be postponed, but um, yeah, they'll all pick right back up as soon as we know our dates. But in terms of projects, um, we've done a couple of charitable efforts. Um, we did one, we actually just ended one recently. We've done a couple of fundraising drives with Give Asia. They have a a subsidiary called Give Korea. Um, and oh. last year we did some fundraising for a senior center in, in Seoul. Uh, we raised about $3,500 last year. It was We did it in honor of FESTA last year. And then just this month, in light of Korea being one of the first countries hardest hit by the virus, yeah. uh, we raised uh, $2,500 for a... Uh, uh, an organization that provides meals to the homeless and to seniors. A, a great number of the wow. seniors are homeless in Seoul. And they were having a problem getting volunteers to come and actually cook meals, obviously, under the circumstances. So the $2,500 actually went to buying uh, boxed meals that nobody had to prepare. They were just handing out the boxes. And they actually just sent us pictures from that recently. So that went to immediate use. So we're finding ways to help senior initiatives because even though... Uh, BTS is very youth oriented and, and they have so many initiatives that support the youth. The moms want to help the older people in Seoul uh, mm-hmm. on BTS's behalf. Oh, that's so sweet. That's now, I'm really awesome. glad that you guys are trying to help the the elders and especially since we know that the COVID-19 is older people are more prone to it. So it's nice that you're trying to help them out. Um, one of the things that I'm really excited to talk to you about because I don't think we got the chance to sit down and chat about this was you and your family got to take a photo with BTS during Jingle Balls, but you also saw them at the iHeartRadio event. Could you please tell us your experience with that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as memorable as, as both the experiences um, are, it's like anything. It's like when you're waiting in line to get on a ride at Disneyland, you wait and you wait and you wait, but then it's over so fast. Uh, you right. know what? It, and that's that's kind of like what um, meeting them, and I'm using the word meeting like with quotations mark, because when we were able to get those the picture taken with them, I wouldn't say it was really meeting them. It, it was extremely mm-hmm. fast. It, you have a microsecond. And of course, leading up to that point, you were thinking in your brain, okay, this is it. I'm going to have a nanosecond to say something, to make an impression, to do something. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Or what am I going to say? Yeah. And um, all that just left my head um, the moment it was my turn to actually walk up. To <laughs> walk um, but I will say that um, it did feel extremely unreal. I, I w- I'm a very composed person. I'm old enough to have lived through a number of stressful things in my life that I thought that I would be able to handle it. But the, the boys walked in. If you remember at the Jingle Ball, they were all wearing white suits, white tuxedos. Yes. And they mm-hmm. walked into this very small room where the, the we were all lined up to get our picture, and mm-hmm. I was just completely stunned. I was I saw them all in white, and I just I uh, every sane thought left my head, and um, because I'm kind of sneaky, I I worked it so that I would be the very last or as close as I could to be the last in line. Oh. So everybody was kind of going their pictures first, and I was in the back, so I was just watching. I just watched, watch, watch, watched. Um, until there was no line and then I had to kind of run to the front and and take my picture Um, but right at the Jingle Ball I think we were maybe a few weeks into the latest season of Bon Voyage 
And in Bon Voyage, the boys always sing Bon Voyage, Bon Voyage, right? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, little yeah. jingle yeah, the with the latest season, that's true, yeah. And that is what I said when I walked up to them. I sang the Bon Voyage song. <laughs> How was the reaction? Oh what my was God. the reaction? And, and, um, they just laughed at me like, you know, what is this crazy lady doing? And, um, and I had things in my head I wanted to say to every one of them. They were lined up in their right. order. You know, I wanted to tell J-Hope how much he makes me smile. I wanted to Aww. tell JK that I loved his tattoos. I had something, I had like a microsecond sentence for each one of them, right? Mm-hmm. But they all just mm-hmm. went out my head because the photographer's like, okay, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. So you turn around, you take a picture, and then I was going to, you know, because I was squatting, and I wanted to turn around and say something to them. Then the photographer says, turn around, do it one more, because they took two. And then they're like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I mean, it's all literally just so fast. Um, but I did turn around. I had I'd made a pillow of Yuntan that I was hoping to give to V. They, uh-huh. they had told us that they weren't going to take any gifts, that you would not be able to touch them and no gifts. But I carried this little pillow in anyway. And so that was the one thing I did do after they told me to like basically get out of here. I turned around and I walked to V because he was at the end of the line and I was so shy and so unsure of myself. I'm, I'm old enough to not, I mean, I'm confident this should not have happened. But I was literally standing in front of him with my head down. I was looking as, at his feet and his hands were down by his sides. I could not look at his face, but I had the pillow in front of me. And I said, I made this for you. And I could see his hands were just staying at his sides because obviously they uh-huh. knew that they couldn't take a gift. And all he said was, thank you. <laughs> in, his, <laughs> in his beautiful, deep voice. And then I was so embarrassed, I basically ran out of there. Oh, my God. Your oh. experience. <laughs> I'm like, why am I so nervous? My God. You know what, Nan? Your experience is exactly like mine. The fact that you come in so confident and you can't look directly into their face when you're right in front of them. That's but you did really good though. The fact that you even made a sentence. I gave you props for that. Like you know what I mean? The fact that you were I, able to speak. No, I, I couldn't the, speak. Because yes. afterwards, uh, as when I was texting them all friend all my friends, they're like what did they say to you? What did they smell like? And I'm like, I don't know what they smelled like. He said, my senses were overloaded. Um, but my husband did, you know, had his picture taken with my daughter uh, a few people before. And he said he did smell them. And he said they smelled very expensive. That's what he said. <laughs> and my husband's a big guy, right? Because in the photo, Jungkook is just barely looking over my husband's shoulder. Cause my husband's so big and he's a big Italian guy. So he would, he came in and he was like, how you doing? How you doing? Have a good show. How you doing? And Aww. they must've enjoyed him because they all were kind of bowing and thanking him. And Aww. of course, Franny was completely silent. Didn't say a word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like right after this experience though, you got to go to iHeart or not I, oh that wasn't right after but you got to go to the iHeart event as well yeah it was it was toward the end of January 
And yeah, I, I, I had some amazing um, opportunities for sure. And um, that was, again, as close as we could get to, to seeing them up close for that length of time. And um, looking back on it now, I realized that that was the day that they had done a ton of interviews. That was also the day that they had filmed Carpool Karaoke. So oh. by the time of that event, which was, I think, about six o'clock that night, they had to have been tired. Um, mm-hmm. because I, th- you know, it looked like Corden was filmed early, earlier that day and they had all those other mm-hmm. interviews. So it was, it was a bit of a subdued event. Um, that's my opinion. I, they just seemed a little bit quiet, maybe a little bit, um, tuckered out after a very long day and then seeing all the videos that they had been filming. I mean, they had a, they must've had a very packed schedule in LA those I'm few sure. weeks. I'm sure. I yeah, think it's I true. Saw, I saw a clip. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this as well. I saw you, uh, Jimin. <laughs> did Jimin reach out to you? Or like, can you tell us about this? Too? Wait, what happened? Uh, this is yeah, brand new. Yeah, yeah. If you go to, to my me. Twitter, I put the I put the video clip on my Bangtan Nan Twitter. Um, as they were leaving and they were saying goodbye, they were kind of walking back in front of the crowd. And I was, I was kind of like just blowing kisses to them. I mean, just kind of putting my hands, you know, toward them. And Jim and walked over and I blew him some kisses and he blew me a kiss back and then shook my hand and I about died. <laughs> I about died. What? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. And I don't know, I don't <laughs> know why amazing. he did. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed. I was stunned and I got oh. to touch Jimin's hand. It felt so, so felt so small That's and cute. sweet. <laughs> well, I was just gonna ask, like, about like for the jingle ball, like, about how many people were let in for the meet and greet. Okay, um, I would say it was probably about fifty or sixty people total. Mm-hmm. Um, when when iHeart does their events, and particularly for the jingle ball, you know, it's. It's a big uh, promotional event for them, for their advertisers. So I right. did notice at, at the Jingle Ball in LA, this is the first time I've been to a Jingle Ball, but they had meet and greets for nearly every artist that was performing. Mm. So we saw people mm-hmm. in line for you know, Billie Eilish and Katy Perry and for Ryan Seacrest. So people would have wristbands and you could tell that some people that were getting the pictures um, had to have mm-hmm. been... I would just say big advertisers or, or, you know, big somebodies, you know, that were connected Mm -hmm. to iHeart because some people had a wristband for every artist on their wrist. So, Mm -hmm. so this is obviously a way for them to, to, you know, wine and dine, you know, their major Mm -hmm. sponsors. Um, It's all about advertising. That's, that's what radio, you know, needs right now is a lot of advertising support. So um, in my case, the, the BTS group was probably the smallest group from what I could tell. It, it felt uh-huh. like about 50, 60 people. They wanted people to take pictures in groups of twos or threes. So if you counted the mm-hmm. pictures when they published them, there was about 20, 25 total pictures. So that's how I'm guessing. It was maybe 50 or 60 people. Oh, got it, got it. I mean, that would make sense because I did see a couple of like radio DJs actually that got to take part in the whole picture with BTS. So that would make sense too. Oh, did you recognize some DJs? Yeah, on, on Twitter. I went on their Twitter and they're saying they were DJs for iHeartRadio from different states. So, yeah, so um, it's it's crazy because I remember some person on Twitter said that each person had like 17 minutes or something like that to talk to BTS for huh? the meeting greet. 
<laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw that. Like, even 17 minutes started trending on Twitter. It <laughs> because did? Some, some oh. account was saying that they were able to, like, chat with them for, like, 17, 19 minutes. It was, was like, probably point, point 17 <laughs> of a second. <laughs> Maybe that's what they meant. <laughs> because because they, they actually took us in for the meet and greet. Um, it was supposed to be like at 5.30 or something, some ridiculously uh-huh. early time. And then we literally went into the forum and waited. And then they kicked us all out and said, no, BTS isn't ready yet. So we didn't actually go in for pictures. And I, I could look at my phone because um, I was texting a friend like right before and then right after. So timing wise, I knew how long it took. I think the pictures took less than 15 minutes for the entire group. And it was, I want to say 645, 640. The show started at 730. So they were mm-hmm. whipping through our pictures because they had to leave. There was, yeah, yeah they were going to start on time. So there was no, there was no dilly dally. No yeah. I mean, hopefully in the future, I'm hoping that they're, they're going to be able to do like a, a meet, an actual fan meet, meet and greet where we could have like a minute with each member like they do in Korea, but let's, let's hope. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing that we even got this opportunity. Right. Right. Um, and with, um, with other K-pop groups doing meet and greets more frequently here, hopefully, hopefully BTS will be more open to it, but I really do think that they did it as a way to accommodate, uh, promotional requests from iHeart. Um, My personal opinion was that they were trying to appease them and kind of help their radio airplay goals. Yeah. Right? To yeah. help to That's help. That's what it us. seems like. So. Yeah. Cause otherwise I don't see them doing, you know, those kinds of meet and greets unless there was a reason. True. Yeah, because be um like the actual big hit um or BTS accounts on Twitter didn't promote that at all. It was um Kiss FM the one that was promoting the the meeting, yeah. yeah, it was purely an iHeart, um, you know, arrangement. Yeah, I'm hoping for a for a, a album sign or something one day. <laughs> one day, that'd be nice. I mean, even the <laughs> even if they can... <laughs> oh my god, let's just it would be such a bloodbath. <laughs> but I'd probably be right in the middle of it. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. We're like, nah, but yeah, I'll be right there trying to get that. No, we know, we know, we're gonna try anyways. Uh, yeah, but because we are that way. We really are. <laughs> we but you know, it's, it's it's nice to know that we're very passionate. <laughs> about bts but yes thank you so much nan for taking the time to be here with us and i really we really enjoyed all of your your knowledge the answer to our questions but could you go ahead and share with us your social media where to follow you at and especially if moms are listening and haven't heard of you know the twitter account yet yeah of course um you don't have to be a mom you don't have to be a nuna you can just be an army we would love to hear from you and and say hi um the bangtan moms and moms and nunas group is on twitter at moms nunas and my personal twitter is at bangtan nan n-a-n nan so please say hi we'd love to hear from you got it yay, yay. thank you so much again Nan. you're welcome <laughs> yes, i was you so glad much. to talk to you guys that was such a great interview Roseanne, I'm so excited that now we have both Army Dad and Moms represented on our podcast. Mm-hmm, yes. How do you feel about this interview? 
this interview was really fun. It's also it's really awesome to get perspective a perspective from someone that's you know experiencing life and experiencing BTS in in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I just love hearing people's stories about like how they got into BTS, you know, and what challenges they face yeah and what they've done to change their lives so it's just so fun and someone who has had so many um opportunities you know to see them and interact with them as well like yeah and it's also so fun to like you know learn about experiences people who have had experiences directly with bts you know actually meeting Mm -hmm. them and having encounters you know with them and I don't know. It's just amazing to hear. And like, hopefully one day that'll be us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully. No, it's fun. And it's like, I look forward to each of our episodes because we don't know who we're going to interview next. And I really hope, um, all I got to say, all I, all I could say to you guys is that um, look forward to our future episodes. We'll be mm-hmm, bringing in mm-hmm. more guests. So yes, I, I really appreciate you guys always um, trying your best to tune in. And I hope we bring um, positivity and brightness into your life during these harsh times. So thank you. Yeah, for some them. entertainment. <laughs> yeah, some entertainment. I hope we're entertaining, Jose. Like, <laughs> I hope so too, Roseanne. I hope so too. <laughs> if you want to stay updated with us, follow us on our Twitter at Interlude Army PD. Again, that's Interlude Army PD. But yes, thanks again, Army, for tuning in for another episode of our podcast. We hope you tune in next week, and we can't wait to catch you guys until then. Thank you. Yay. Bye. Thank you, Bye, guys. Army. Bye. Kim Nam-Jun, Kim So-Jin, Min Yoon-Hee, Jung Ho-Suk, Park Jimin, Kim Tae-Yong, Jung Jung-Hoo, BTS. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.